This is Daisen Shui X, the podcast, episode 87 for the week of July 29th, 2007. I'm back, baby. Welcome to Daisen Shui X, the podcast. The one and only podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. Daisen Shui X. We cover anything and. Everything! Everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. We're back at the mics. What's up? You're a mic at the mic. <laughs> How many times Hilarious. Have you I don't know. Too many. Uh, and, you know, whenever since we started doing fan parodies that involved, like, high end microphones, uh, yeah, I've been making that joke for far too long. Many, many years now. I need new material. Yeah, so this is Dyson Chewy X, the podcast. We are a Dragon Ball podcast. I think we already said that. I, I know, but I'm I'm getting somewhere. I'm oh. gonna say things like "Welcome to all the new listeners." Oh, because we'll probably have some from Anime Next and Otakon, or so we hope. Here's hoping. Hey, if any of you guys have anything you want to say to us or at us or to us, etc., podcast at dicex.com. Let's do the introductions. Julian, how you doing, sir? Are you a trapdage? You're not Julian. Clearly not. You are Mary. Yes. How is the Mary? I'm doing fantastic. I'm certainly very happy yes. to hear this. So, so uh, this is the glossing over of the Julian right there. <laughs> I was getting to it. Oh, I was okay. going to say, Julian is not here uh, for a variety of reasons. One, he doesn't live with us, which we've you know stated time and time again. It would be uh, interesting if he did. We would learn all sorts of fascinating things, and he would keep us entertained. He could be my little dancing monkey. Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was going to call him a dancing monkey. You know, after Anime Next, I still have not properly put everything back together in terms of like computers and yeah, like audio the, lines and mics and the wrong computers at my workstation yeah, exactly. and i'm getting way too used to it <laughs> and uh we just need to record and we're totally off schedule right now but julian will return with us hopefully next week for the manga review of awesome we'll have a full house next week damn straight rockin so uh you are the mary Hi. and that is the missing julian that leaves the mike the vegeto of the e to the x the word the needs to go away. <laughs> we'll see how long I can do it before I get sick of hearing it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, we did have an episode last week. Sorry, guys. That was only the second time since we started the show that we've done it. And you know what? I think the first time we missed it was due to Otakon. It was Wasn't either it? Otakon or EWA. It was definitely a convention. Uh-huh. I don't specifically remember which one. Damn you, I'm cons. sure there are fantastic listeners that remember explicitly which con it was, but I don't remember. Because every convention is a blur to me at this point. But uh, we are back this week. We didn't record last week. We tried to. I told everyone I was going to go home and do a podcast episode. We get here, and there was just no energy left after the convention. And you people don't want to hear that. No, we're like, Well, the guys, the ex- over. Yay, stop. So, uh, yeah, we just decided to delay it a week, and get some much-needed sleep, and now there's too much news to deal with. Which is awesome. Yeah. So we're going to catch up on some stuff, catch up on some news. We're going to give you a recap of what went on at Otakon, but we're also going to hit you with content this week, because the panel consisted of content. Because otherwise you'd have, like, two convention reports in a row. 
This one's actually going to give you some additional things to watch. Some multimedia frenzy. That is true. So let's catch up on some stuff with you and I, Mary. Oh, okay. Well, um, basically the stuff's going to consist of what's in our topic. Uh, no, there are other things. Because if I don't say it in the show, I'm going to continue to receive lots of emails about my Pokemans. Oh, okay. And people asking what the current status is. So for those of you who have not kept up on the current status of my Pokemon. Anyways, so when Diamond and Pearl came out, I bought Pearl, and I also said I'm going to catch all of my old friends, so I bought Fire Red. And a couple weeks ago, I pretty much beat the game. I didn't go through and rebeat the Elite Four and all that, but I beat the Elite Four. I got my motherfucking Mewtwo. He's in my team. I wasted my Master Ball on Mewtwo. Now, you only have one of those, and that's the one that guarantees you'll catch whatever you throw it at. And uh, I wasn't going to use it, but I didn't want to redo the fight, and I was getting low on health, so I just used it. So now I'm kind of like tracking down. I don't know how to say his name. Suicune or he's like a big dog legendary thing. So I'm pretty much done with that game. And I officially started up Pearl this week. So I am a little bit behind, but I've started the new game and uh, it's it's Pokemon. Same as it's always been, but it's kind of updated and new and we'll see how much I enjoy this one. So that is the Pokemon status. Uh, we also mentioned previously, I got a 360. You have lots of friends on there now. I think Mary has played the 360 more than I have at this point. Only that one puzzle game. Mary is totally addicted to Hexic. Yeah, sorry. No, it's okay, because I've been busy doing stuff, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have lots of people add me, so that's fantastic. If you're gonna add me, go right ahead. Just leave me a note and say who you are, because I've gotten a couple. I've accepted everyone who sent one. I don't really care one way or the other, but I like to know who it is. So um, if you're actually, you know, uh, a podcast listener or on the forum or something, just let me know what your uh, online name is elsewhere, so I know who you are. And add me. I'm Vegito EX because that makes sense. And uh, I believe that is the video game catching upness. Couple other little stuffage things. Our Otakon AMV is up for download. We'll Woo-hoo! briefly mention it um, during the Otakon stuff. But uh, we have H.264 and XFIT encodes available. They're sexy. You can't wait to get them. Yeah, so we'll talk about it a little bit. And uh, hopefully a little bit of video footage from our Anime Next uh, panel slash game show, etc. will be up maybe onto YouTubes in the near future, courtesy of podcast superfan Albert. So uh, look forward to that. I'm putting up footage of that kid. Oh, the awesome the kid? The one kid. The one awesome kid. The kid was like my hero. Yeah. So we'll definitely throw something up of him. So I believe that is all the stuff. We have tons of important news. So let's kick it on over to the Dragon Ball news from the last two weeks. Mary, we got some Comic-Con news. Oh, God, I wish I was there. Not only just for the anime and manga news, but for the comic book stuff. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Yeah. Let's talk about Viz. Oh, Viz, you redeemed yourself. In my <laughs> eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Mary is excited because Viz licensed Nana. Oh, fucking yeah. The TV series. I Mary am... and I are both excited because they licensed the Honey and Clover TV series. Which we just made a video to. That is correct. Say yay, Honey and Clover love, Nana love. They did some other stuff, too, though. Yeah. Let's talk about that other stuff that includes Dragon Ball. Now, uh, Anime News Network has been covering stuff from Comic-Con, and here is a quote they have up from their coverage. Viz Media opened its panel with the announcement of, quote, Viz Big, an omnibus line that collects long-running series into three-in-one volumes. This new U.S. 
$15.99 format offers new illustrations on paperback covers with gatefold flaps, color page inserts, and a larger print size, 5 and 3 quarters by 8.625 inches like a vagabond. The May 2008 launch titles under Viz Big include Rurouni Kenshin, Dragon Ball, and Dragon Ball Z. So, yeah, you called this kind of Viz sort of will do something. Something. And they did do something. They did do In something. In addition to licensing my fabulous favorite Chojo properties of the last couple years, they also did something awesome with Dragon Ball. Let's break down their statements kind of word by word here. New illustrations on paperback covers. Okay, that's uh, hint one towards a Kanzenban style release. If you don't know, when the manga was re-released in Japan, it was called the Kanzenban. It was uh, collected from 42 down to 34 volumes. Bigger size. No um, pages were cut out. Kind of more chapters per book. Uh, Toriyama designed all new artwork for the covers, all that cool stuff. So that's uh, kind of hint number one. Uh, gatefold flaps. That's just like the Kanzenban covers are. Color page inserts. The Kanzenban had all the color chapters reinserted into them. None of the uh, grayscale stuff. And a larger print size. Just like the Kanzenban. A&N listed that Viz said... Five and three quarters by 8.625. I measured the Kanzenban here. I came up with five and three quarters by eight and one quarter. So it's very close. It's a little shorter vertically than what Viz quoted here. So Mary, what do you think? Are they doing the Kanzenban or are they just packaging what they I already I don't know because I'm looking at the Kanzenban right now. They don't seem nearly as thick as three volumes in one because I'm comparing right. them to the Japanese versions that we have next to them. I almost think what they're going to be putting out might be bigger than the Kanzenban. Just going Oh, oh, yeah, it'll totally be more pages per volume. Yeah, so... The Kanzenban is almost like one and a half. Okay, so it's their version of the Kanzenban. And it's like, how many times did they release Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z now? Like, how many Well, initially it came out in the monthly comics, then it came into the big size. Well, I just mean between all the editing and, like, the reprints and all that. This is, like, five gazillion. That's what everyone wants to know. There's two big questions here. Is it going to be unedited? Right. And are they going to have the Kanzenban-exclusive things, like the new ending? Ah. You know? So that's what everyone kind of wondering about. We really don't have any answers on this. Too Although, soon. one of our forum members, uh, Son Goku GT, was actually there at the panel when Viz announced this Whoa, stuff. lucky, lucky. Yeah. And uh, he said over on our forum, I asked him in their Q&A if they would use the Japanese Kanzenban covers. They said that they didn't know. All they knew was that it was quote, all new official art. I asked if they would eliminate or tone down the censorship in these editions. They said that there was no one there from the Dragon Ball projects, but that they would forward that on to the Dragon Ball team. So, kind of a generic, we're just here pimping this. We really don't know much about it, but like, we're What's excited. a Kanzenban? Yeah, right. Yeah, what, what, it's like, I don't know that? if we'll have original Kanzenban artwork, but we'll have exclusive new artwork. So, it's like, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, it sounds like the, the PR guys that were there don't really know what they're talking about but so Mary predictions uncut what do you think you think they're just going to package what I don't they know. had they've gotten in... burned by Viz so many times it's really hard to tell right I'm going to say it'll be unedited you think I'm holding out hope alright that's wishful thinking I am not I don't trust Viz and their manga anymore with all the shit that they're doing I mean the way Dragon Ball went downhill and uh, every time you show me Nana and they have a totally inappropriate emo comment in there oh god it's like I love Nana so much. I hate their adaptation so friggin' much. I, I've gone to this rant before. I am an emo fan. People online don't know what emo is. And right, so when they hear that you're term. an emo guy, they're going to think like you're some kid with a backpack and thick glasses and you cut yourself. Right. So, yeah, that's not right. Uh, right. So, anyways, we'll move on. That seems to be the Viz uh, manga news. We have other news from Comic-Con. Uh, again, it's along the lines of, oh, that's neat, but that's kind of retarded. So... <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, that's a contradiction. Uh, well, it involves Broly. Okay. <laughs> Enough said. Broly's going blue. Good. Um, Blu-ray. Oh, joy. Yes. So Funimation has officially announced they are putting out DBZ movies 8 and 10. Those are the first two Broly movies on Blu-ray. That is the high-definition digital video disc format that is in competition with HD DVD. Blu-ray is the one that's packed in with the PS3. Gotcha. Right. So these, of course, are coming from their, quote, remastered editions that they've been putting out of the DBZ TV series. Everyone knows what we have to say about these season sets by now. We hate them. We think they're horrific products. We really don't want anyone supporting them. What's going to be really interesting is that the people who are into HD content are much more of the scrutinizing type type of people than everyday Joe Schmo 12-year-old Dragon Ball fan is. Exactly. You put these re- quote-unquote remastered editions up in high def, you are going to see every little thing that they did wrong with this picture quality. Unless they used a different source. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> I'm not well-versed enough. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe these will look better than the TV series. Well, they will because they're the movies and it right. takes less work to make them better. But then again, we know all Funimation did with this video post and transfers. Throw it in, press a button, and out it comes. The same process that they used on the TV series will result in a totally different out product from the movies, you know? It's like when we do scripts for things for our music videos. You can't apply it from the oh, TV series. No, but we don't know that they didn't change it, so we can't say that. I know. It'll be interesting. Uh, I look forward to all sorts of screenshots and comparisons. Yeah, for all we know, it might look awesome, so who knows. But I, I think it's pointless. I hope it does. It is pointless. What do you think about just putting up these two movies? Why? 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 <laughs> I just hate Broly, so I'm biased. <laughs> you were hoping for a movie box set along the lines of, like, their season sets. Yeah, why not just, just do a whole damn it? set? Why not just randomly 8 and 10 what's going to happen when they go through and do all the movies? Right, so are they going to do all the movies on DVD? Are they going to do all the movies on Blu-ray? What if Blu-ray ends up failing and Funimation made the wrong choice? Uh, no, we'll get the movies out, you know, again and again. <laughs> it's just more fun like, we don't understand what they're doing. Like, this seems a bit preemptive, what if anything else. Like, why this? this property? Yeah. Like, why don't you do something that was made recently and would actually benefit from an H- because, or, I'm sorry, a Blu-ray release. Because they're just sitting on this. Mm. It's, it's that they have it. They have their HD masters of it. Why not throw it out and just see what happens? Maybe that's what they're looking to do, to see how many they can sell. Maybe. There you go. We're obviously negative on it, so uh, there you go. More ne- negative Funimation news sorry. about remasters. Their season three box that was pushed back to September 18th, and we shall say no more about it. We have some sparking meteor updates. Now, we haven't done a show in two weeks. I am totally out of the loop. All I knows that a lot more characters have been announced and like stages and Gregory. all sorts of things. No, no Gregory. Gregory has not been announced yet. Aww. But uh, we have a forum thread that keeps everyone updated on the game and all those new announcements, so go check that out. And I think that is the news for the week. Wow. Sweet. I love Let, content. Let's talk about Oticon. Yeah, let's do it. Ah, the convention is over. The big one. We're back. We've been back. Lots of stuff to talk about. We did a panel there, Mm -hmm. which was totally awesome. There was stuff to buy. There were people to see. So we'll kind of break it down the same style that we did Anime Next. I guess the first thing to talk about is the dealer's room, because we bought some stuff. Yeah, I actually brought stuff I wasn't expecting to buy. I bought a set of figures, which, um, speaking of, where are they? I was going to ask you where they are. Well, fuck. (laughs) They're around somewhere. I hope so, because I still haven't assembled them yet, and they're really cool. It was a set of seven little figurines. Yeah, there's Gohan on the turtle. I think there was Raditz. There was Super Saiyan Trunks. There was 
more. My favorite, I got it because, you know, Gohan on, on Turtle. Yeah, not Trunks, it was Gohan on Turtle. Right. I like the Raditz one. They were really cute. What else did we get for Dragon Ball stuff? You bought out a place of, like, oh, this super rare crap. That's place. That, 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 yeah, that stuff. I got the program guide. From the 1991 Toei Anime Fair. This was when DBZ Movie 4 premiered over there. DBZ Movie 4 is on the cover. It shows all the other uh, movies and things they premiered at the festival. Totally awesome. Paid 30 bucks for it, but it's so worth it. Pristine condition. That was 30 bucks. Yeah, that alone was 30 bucks. Because I was going to say we bought $45 worth of stuff. I figured everything was like 6 bucks. No, everything was real cheap. Holy shit. Yeah, I didn't know I got, that one was so much. Yeah, I think I got four other things. They're all Korean, but they're neat. They're like DBZ coloring slash activity books. Well, I think one of them's a half notepad thing with some mazes in it, and the others are all like coloring books and um, mazes and word puzzles and things like that. For some reason, I thought you bought more program books, but that was still nope, cool that you just at least the got the one. Yeah, that's super cool. I mean, it's movie four, <laughs> but it was the only one they had, and it was awesome, and I've never seen them before. Right. So I was glad to get You it. really have to wonder where vendors get those things. I know. They've been sitting on them forever because, I mean, 1991 was a right. long time ago. I mean, I've ago. seen that vendor before. Oh, yeah. I like every other kind I've been to. I just don't know if they ever had that stuff on them. Maybe or... we just didn't look hard enough. Maybe. So that was that. Did we get any other Dragon Ball stuff? I actually didn't buy my traditional Gashapon figure. We were I guess because I got the set. I mean, they only had like Dragon Ball. I really wanted a Dragon Ball Z one. We saw the uh, the chess pieces. Yeah, but I don't want to start one, a new collection. Yeah, didn't take any of those. I try to be a little consistent in what I get. In terms of uh, other Dragon Ball stuff, I mean, there was some cons and bond. There were, you know, all the video games, kind of the typical stuff there. Yeah, there wasn't anything particularly rare other than what you got. Right. And, like, the cute little sets of figures. I didn't look as hard as I could have. Oh, there were some cells. Oh, there yeah. There was um, a really gorgeous shot of uh, Super Saiyan Gohan before he goes to. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was, like, two or three hundred bucks. And you also saw Trunks from Movie 9 yes. with the right background. With the right background, which is why that was $400. Oh, so wasn't it close to 500 It was 400 oh, was it? Okay. So I was like, I love Trunks, but not for $400. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stick with my, you know, $25, $30 cells where someone's really tiny or half off screen or... Yeah. Yeah. I like hey, that. I got my, I got, you know, Trunks being stepped on with a bloody head from yep. the Trunks TV special. I got that for like a hundred. That was a long time ago, though. Yeah. That was before I even met you. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think so. Other stuff in the dealer's room? I don't think too much. Nah. That's it. I was happy that we walked out with something at least. Oh, totally. So I guess that's it. Um, they were showing DBZ Uncut during the AMV contest Friday night. I don't know what that entails. Was it like a movie? Or the episodes? I have no idea. Or... I'm assuming it was episodes, you know, which language and audio track they were playing it with. Because if they're showing from the season sets, it could have been Japanese language, could have been TV broadcast, or it could have been double Japanese music, hmm. you know? So uh, that was that. Who knows? I guess it's time to talk about our panel. Woohoo! The sequel to the DBZ you've never seen. You know what? I don't want to call it that because no one was at that <laughs> panel. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So it was almost like we did a beta test over two years ago and did right. it at a bigger convention now with some new material. Yeah. So it was super cool. Originally, Corey, Majin Vegeta XV, was going to come down to Otakon and do the panel with us, but at the last minute he couldn't make it down there. So we were very sad. But we had to chug along and do the panel without him. And we did. Mm-hmm. We so carried on. we're walking down to the panel, and in front of us we see um, lunch. I also noticed her at the uh, Funimation panel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she was just as a regular lunch. And then when she came oh, to our panel, she yeah. was, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, sneezed yeah. lunch. 
Oh, I should also say that earlier we were checking into the panel's place, and you said as we were walking into the bathrooms, you heard two girls talking oh, yeah, about yeah. the panel. They were like, oh, and if I fear it's a Dragon Ball panel. And that's all I heard. I didn't want to, like, stalk them and be like, hey. Although we did stop some people when we were at another panel. We were waiting to start, and we heard some people behind us talking about it. And then Mike was like, you should go see that panel. I hear it's going to be awesome. <laughs> and finally, the guy catches on. He's like, are, are you running it? Or, or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think he said, like, his son had seen all the episodes and he'd seen a lot of it oh really yeah, yeah, yeah. i didn't see it was a dad yeah so that was kind of cool so we're walking down there we see lunch we get down there. there's actually a line starting to form everyone's sitting outside i don't remember oh the previous panel was western folklore symbolism mythology, anime mythology kind of thing and uh our friend henry from back in college was in there when we get in there and uh, i walked up to him and he was getting all pissed off because they were getting so much information wrong seriously yeah <laughs> i was wondering what he was talking to you about yeah. i thought he was talking about our panel did he stay for that for our panel? Yeah. I don't remember. I think he stayed for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, maybe he stayed for the whole thing. I don't know. There were a lot of people. So uh, we filled the room. Mm-hmm. I can't... They had to turn people away, man. Yeah, so I hear. I can't remember how many people that room sits. I don't know. I want to say it's a 200-seater room. It's hard to tell because when you're up there in the front, it doesn't look like a lot. But then when you think there's probably at least 10 chairs in a row. Right. And there's like definitely, you know, more than 10 rows on each side. walking around, you really start to see the people. Right. So, so that's why I'm going to say it's probably around. 200 or more. We were dumb and we didn't take a picture of the crowd itself right. I'm sitting sorry. there, which we should have, but oh well. We did get a picture, however, of all the Dragon Ball cosplayers that came to the panel. Yay! It was super awesome. So we're going to put that up with this episode and up on the main page and everything. Some really cool costumes. We had Batman Vegeta. I always loved that. We had lunch, obviously. She mm-hmm. came to the panel. We had 17 and 18. We had hot uh, Bulma mother with her baby trunks. I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I'm blind. Yeah, she had the, the short hair and, like, the black shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had the same great door, Simon. We had two that great was that Anime Next. Yeah, the same one from Anime Next. He came as well. So there are a lot of people. We'll, we'll put up the picture of that. That was super awesome. Uh, so we're getting ready to start the panel, and, you know, the tech guy is there. Oticon's really good. They always have someone on hand to handle any tech problems. There was no remote for the DVD player. And seeing as how our panel was DVD-based, right. that was kind of a problem. <laughs> so when he went off to go get a remote, we stalled for time by doing the Q&A that we were saving for the end at right. the beginning, but that was really brief because right. uh, we spent a lot of well, not a lot of time. Just a couple minutes on the Into cosplay like part. Three or four questions. Yeah. Right. Like you said, we were going to do that at the end anyways. So we just moved it to the beginning and, hey, the remote came. We can start. And we did a little intros too. Yeah. So that was pretty neat. So let's go down the list of all the stuff we showed. We'll kind of do our short spiel of what we said there for all of these things. And uh, we're actually going to put some of these up for everyone to watch. Yes, and you should watch them. They're super rare and very funny for the most part. You cannot wait to watch. Go, go, go. Stop listening now and go watch. So we started off because Mary's awesome. I know. With the scene from the Harmony Gold dub of Dragon Ball Movie 3. I feel so awesome to have kept this over <laughs> the years. And it's not even mine. It was my neighbor Kim's. And, you know, she was just awesome for lending it to me, and I just preserved it. So we showed a scene where everyone's eating, and uh, Metallic comes in until Pai Pai shows up. And the dialogue in here is funny. Maybe I'll throw a little clip of the dialogue in here with, like, the hay feather or little foot, whatever. You know, yeah. generic, Indian people forced names. American Indian uh, accents and that kind of stuff. You know, the old Harmony Gold voices. Pretty funny shit. You, Stranger! You're newly arrived from the Redlands, aren't you? What's your name? I am called Haymaker. What of it? I have been ordered to inspect your belongings. No. What? Oh. Littlefoot, make yourself scarce. 
I like it. It's fun. So for those who don't know, back in the 1980s, we believe this aired in 1989, Harmony Gold, who's responsible for Robotech, actually had the license to Dragon Ball, and apparently Dr. Slump for a little bit, and they combined Dragon Ball movies 1 and 3 into like this uh, super feature-length movie, which they aired on television in the Mm -hmm. U.S. In syndication, I guess. And uh, supposedly they also dubbed five or six TV episodes for like um, a test audience, but... Fail. Yeah, failed. (laughs) Kind of like Funimation. No, they didn't fail. No. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. You should read all about this on Mary's site, actually. You got some sound samples over there. Yep, go to templotrunks.com for a little bit of uh, history, a little bit of uh, sound files, and a list of the name changes. Righto. The next thing, also from you. Yeah. This was a Dragon Ball commercial for Dragon Dragon Ball, Ball. aired during Dragon Ball in 1995. Yep, and this was uh, an instance of just having it on tape because, you know, it aired at 5.30 in the morning and I didn't want to wake up for that, so I just programmed the VCR to record it and it got all the commercials and this happened to be among them. Right, and this is definitely one that's going up. I already have it encoded, so you can check this one out. And the interesting thing here is when uh, the TV turns on, there's a brief scene from DBZ Movie 1 up on the TV from Tenkaichi Gohan with all the crazy hallucinations. Yeah, it's pretty uh, interesting to note that even back then, you know, Funimation had the rights and the footage for, you know, DBZ stuff. Right. The next thing is also uh, old Funimation Dragon Ball. This was a commercial for the three figures um, of their like action line, and then the collectible figures as well. Fast kicking Krillin, sword swinging Yamcha, and staff slashing Goku. Put out by Bandai, I think. Yeah, yeah. Back long before Irwin ever got the sub license to you know the figures and stuff, Bandai was putting them out here in the U.S. Like I said, the panel Bandai actually put out the Super Battle Collection here. The packaging was like dual English and French long before Funimation did anything with Irwin. So what I like about this commercial, Mary, you actually pointed it out to me because I had seen it so many times. It was just whatever to me. But the uh, the voice that the narrator used is that you know almost racist Chinese faux, man voice. Chinese old man voice, like Oh Goku, you must talk <laughs> kind of voice. You're my greatest pupil with a tail. You, you know the voices that Andrew and I do when no one else is around. <laughs> but I'm around. <laughs> oh. So I'm also going to put up this, and uh, this came from the VHS releases of Dragon Ball. From what? What are you laughing at? <laughs> this is picturing you and Andrew doing voices. At each I other. will put up this commercial. Huh? <laughs> it will be on the YouTube, and it is from the VHS releases of Dragon Ball, as produced by Funimation, released by Kidmark. Oh. Dude, you're going to hell. Yeah, I know. Meet you there. So the next sure. thing we showed was a scene from the live-action movie done over in Hong Kong, released in Chinese in 1989. This is from Dragon Ball The Magic Begins. It was released domestically over here on DVD. Very funny stuff. Oh, man. The acting. <laughs> or rather, the voice acting. Holy crap. So the scene we use is when Goku meets up with Oolong. And these are not their actual names over in the movie. And then at the very end, Yamcha shows up with the machine gun shoots at him. People love the coconuts being kicked into the nuts. That's always fun. And I'm going to insert it here because it is the greatest line in the movie. Sir, I'm very good at kissing asses, you know that. I can make you feel very special. (laughs) I don't like people kissing my ass. 
So yes, that was super awesome. People love that. And like I've said time and time again, I said it there, I'll say it to you guys. To this day, I have never been able to sit through that movie all the way through. It's just that god awful. It, it is that awful. And yet it makes for great panel material. It does, because it's perfect in, you know, five minute sitting. Like that's and even that I find I found it hard to stand through. <laughs> it's like is it over yet? The ending of the scene made up for it with that dun 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 Yamcha with a gun. And a parrot. And a parrot. <laughs> so the next thing we showed was uh, kind of a montage of Jack. Japanese commercials. These came from the Dragon Box because uh, Corey's pretty awesome. We did the eye drops, the pogs, card ass station, and uh, some of the GT stuff like the the desk and the school supplies. People really got a kick out of these. I think the pogs got a really big reaction. The eye drops got like a standing ovation cheer. I think because people knew that it existed. I know I have some screen caps of the uh, the eye drops commercial on my site. Right. I don't know if maybe it's gotten around on the internet in other in right. other forms, but maybe people know about them. Yeah, I think people know about the eye drops one. But uh, I know the Pogs won't get a good response. And the school supplies are, they all jump up at the end. That was pretty funny as well. Yeah. So. I love commercials. The next thing we showed, this is an extra from the Dragon Ball Dragon Box. We showed a couple of minutes of Goku's Firefighting Regiment. How long is the actual um, special? I don't know. See, I only encoded a couple minutes to send to Julian for translating. Right. And I actually haven't watched beyond what I sent him. So I actually had Julian translate this and I subtitled it. People laughed their ass off. And well, they should. When Goku jumps out of nowhere with a bucket of water. They also laughed with uh, Roshi dressed up as a fireman. Yes. Yeah. This is it's just a great thing. You know, like we were saying at the panel, in, over here in North America, we had Sailor Says. You know, we had G.I. Joe and all those public service announcements. This is kind of like what that is. It's a little feature on, you know, fire safety and don't set off fireworks in a fire prone area and do so under adult supervision. I love how they still encourage, you know, you can do fireworks. Just it, It's okay. So in a, you know, safe area with your mommy and daddy. Right. Fireworks are cool, man. So that got a great response. The next thing we played was the trippy one. This is the Hyper Dragon Ball anime little dance promo thing. With CG. Right. And then they got lazy and then there was just footage from the movies <laughs> and TV series. So this is the little bit that was created for an exhibition across Japan in 1993. It was a short feature showcasing traditional 2D animation. Some directly from the show and movies. Um, there's a lot of movie 9 stuff, a couple things in movie 6 and some other stuff in there. It was mixed in with all new 3D animation. It was done on the Silicon Graphics brand Indigo Elan, or Elan, or I have no idea how to pronounce it. And it was very advanced for its day. It's laughable. It, it doesn't hold up at all. It took three months to make it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> People uh, got a kick out of it, though, because I warned them ahead of time. Like, this is really weird. And there's dancing. And there's dancing Cell Juniors, and... <laughs> I think they, as soon as Cell started dancing, yeah, I think the crowd yeah, yeah, kind totally. of lost it. People really like that. So that was fun. Next thing we played were some various video game commercials. What I like about the video game commercials over in Japan is how they animate all new scenes for them. Totally gorgeous looking stuff. And uh, I like the Super Goku Den one that ends with Frieza holding Super Famicom controller. Gideon and Vegeta watching on. They're all doing like, oh. Look at Vegeta's face. Uh, people also like the Ultimate Battle 22 commercial where um, Gohan is talking to Kudin and he's he's playing the game which is really funny he says but I'm to diss you <laughs> <laughs> which I it think is, is really something cute. to the effect of like I'm still playing or still right, going right. something I don't know I'm not Julian that's that's my attempt at replacing <laughs> Julian another uh, two that got some good responses was the Sparking Neo commercial for Wii with We Got a Power oh, a couple man. people in the audience like, got that yay some people know you know actual right. songs and whatnot. <laughs> and the last thing we showed was uh, the Data Card Ass DBZ2 commercial with a live-action Majin Buu. People mix in with animated Majin Buu and he's like tormenting this young child. (laughs) 
<laughs> Except the kid beat him or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really funny. People got kicked out. Gotta watch that. out, kid. You're gonna become a cookie. <laughs> Next thing we showed was a clip from uh, the OVA, the Playdia game, the, whatever you want to call it. We have a section about it on the site. So the quick spiel here is there was a game that came out in the Famicom called Saiyajin Zetsumitsu Keikaku, or the plan to eradicate the Saiyajin. And um, it had this two VHS volume Toei called it an OVA, called an official visual guide. It was like watching a strategy guide to the game. It tells you, you know, all the right paths to take. And then the footage there was used and had new stuff mixed in for the two release over on the Playdia, the two disc uh, of the same name, you know, the first half and the second half. And those released as an extra on the Dragon Box over in Japan. So just read all about it over on the site. So we showed a little scene from here, thanks to Corey again, as always. And uh, we subtitled this as well. This was the scene where all the old villains showed up. And I think people get a kick out of seeing, you know, everyone together all at once and Frieza what kind of gas are you releasing <laughs> or what the hell kind of gas are you releasing Frieza what the heck kind of gas are you releasing yeah that's what Goku literally says you know I explained you know the Death Strong gas and all that stuff coming out and after about a second of that sub being up on the screen people are like Haha, gas Frieza's <laughs> farting <laughs> which is totally funny because that's what it looks like he's saying but you know, whatever. So uh, that was pretty awesome. We closed out the panel with the music video to the Dragon Ball Z2 Budokai 2 opening theme, Kusaburu Hatani Hiyosukero. Super awesome. And the way I described it was this is kind of like a culmination of everything I love about Dragon Ball. You know, I'm such a huge music fan of Dragon Ball, and all the effort and the energy that they put into just like a video game theme. Right, just like Dragon the live Ball. band there. And- right, you know, we had Steve Lukather, we have Tower of Power, um, the flu here in Obukai over to California to do the vocals for and walk around the town walk around and get lost in the streets so that was how I wanted to conclude it be like this is why I love Dragon Ball and um, saying the name Hironobu Kageyama got a couple cheers and people really clapped after the song so I think that's pretty neat stuff Mm -hmm. and after that we told people to stick around because we gave out some DVDs yeah just like Anime Next we had promo DVDs for Otakon as well it's the same disc from Anime Next basically it's uh, all the music videos Mary and I have done for Dragon Ball from about 2000 onwards including the whole Doom Rider project and a bunch of shorts we did for the site you know we had the Godfather parody the AF commercial the Think You Know GT and oh and the first Inconsistencies video was on there as well we need to do some more of those yeah we do so uh, that was pretty awesome so let's just talk about we met some people afterwards that was great yeah people actually remembered my site that was pretty flattering from people Um, what was the best thing that someone said to you Um, that they've been going to my site since the fourth grade that's pretty awesome that was like I mean in addition to me feeling really old <laughs> it was like wow you really stuck through the site and like right. really that yeah, was part of your childhood yeah like, that's pretty cool that is pretty awesome yeah stuff stuff I made as a teenager is stuff that other people kind of grew up with you're corrupting children exactly I, I did apologize the to the girl I said I'm really sorry like the stuff on my site's really crude <laughs> <laughs> I've got some really bad like sexual humor there that's not meant for children you were a corrupted child I guess then yeah mm, awful so yeah that was that was pretty nice what about you I had my weekend made for me. Uh, when we were done passing out the DVDs, uh, there was this mother who had been there with her child. She came up to me, she looked me in the face, and she said to me, this is the most fun that we've had at the convention all weekend so far. That pretty much sells it right there I for why like, we do what we do. Uh, you know, speechless. Like, thank you so much. I, I, you know, We're there to share our love of Dragon Ball. And if someone enjoyed it to that extent, like that proved Dragon Ball is enjoyed by everyone. Right. She had her 
her young child there with her, and she was there. And they were both smiling and enjoying themselves so much. That makes me smile, and it justifies everything that I've done for the last decade, you know? Right. It was great because, like, to us, this is just kind of standard fare. Like, you know, we can whip up a panel and, you know, show some fun videos and, you know, yeah, I can send do some commentary on them. And then I guess we kind of take that for granted that, you know, other people really do get a kick out of this stuff. Because I know when I go to a panel, I want to be, you know, entertained and learn stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So I can see why other people would be like, oh, yeah, it was fun. So that, like, totally made me a weekend. I was riding on the high until we came home and I was like, oh, I'm tired. My weekend was made when Funimation announced we're on High Host Club. <laughs> I, I squealed. I went, ah! Because they played the theme song and I like the theme song. Kiss, kiss, fall in love. And then Mike was like, okay. <laughs> He's heard me play that song. So we passed out all the DVDs and we talked to a couple people outside uh, afterwards. Gave Julian a call and he talked to some people on my cell phone. Oh my God. That's that awesome. Super awesome. Now, one conversation that I had outside with someone, this is the type of anime fan that I totally have so much respect for and you don't see enough of them. This person came up to me after the panel and said, look, I'm not a Dragon Ball fan. I've tried watching the show. I just don't like it. I don't think you told me this. Tell me why you love Dragon Ball. For serious? For serious. And they and they came to the panel anyway? I, I guess they must have been there the whole... I don't know why they would come up to me and ask me that if, if they hadn't seen a little bit of the panel. Hmm, that's really interesting. See, that's the kind of thing... Like, people online talk so much shit. You know, blah, 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 blah. I'm 14. I hate everything. I'm so grand of an anime fan. Wow, I'm really impressed that someone came up to you and asked See, that's that. that's the thing. I would no love one, to get asked that. No one ever comes up to you in person at a convention and asks that type of question. That's awesome. That's the kind of person I have so much respect for. So what I describe to them is a whole lot of stuff. One thing that I love about Dragon Ball is how you grow up with the characters. Goku is a child at the beginning, and by the end, he has grandchildren. You know, you go through this journey with the characters. And I also said, you know, I'm a sucker for an ensemble cast. I love a group of characters, and just finding all those different people People to identify with and just love little quirks about. I love that kind of thing. Um, I love the music. I love the voices. And just kind of talked for a little bit about all that stuff. They're like, oh, okay. I don't remember what they ended up saying before they walked away. They're but. probably expecting you to say like, I like the action and the fighting and the blood <laughs> and the copious amounts of swearing that it's in the Japanese version, right? I mean, they do say fuck, right? Right? Yeah, sure that sure they do. Yeah. So, you know, th- that was that. And I thought that was pretty awesome. I totally appreciate it when people actually have the balls to, you know, engage in that type of conversation on a one-to-one level. You know? Right. Wow. That's the first time I've heard of that. Oh, I didn't tell you that? No. Oh, my bad. I don't have any cool stories other than, like, you know, I talked to some fans and that was about it. So we'll put up a photo of all the cosplayers. We'll put up a couple of those videos. Uh, you can find them in the show notes over on our YouTube profile. Yeah, YouTube is appropriate for these types of things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. Especially when we're providing rare footage. Right. So the YouTube name is just X. You can check it out over there. So I think that wraps up Otakon. Yay. I mean, our music video is up. Uh, we are in the Sentimental Romance category. Got third place. Yay. Uh, we have H.264 and Xfinity Codes of it. It's a Honey and Clover song, or it's Two Honey and Clover. Which so, you can watch, hopefully, which you soon. Watch. So we just mentioned it was licensed by Viz. We're so excited. And so, the manga's actually going to be coming out by Viz um, in, via Shoujo Beat. Oh, that's going to Shoujo Beat? Yeah, starting so August. So it'll take forever. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the manga's not that long. So I can see why they'd pick it. So super awesome. Check out all our Otakon stuff. And uh, since it's the end of the month, we're just going to skip over releases and go on over and take care of an email. 
Mary, we got an email from Josh. We have about 10,000 people named Josh who email us. That's okay. That's all right. They all have different last names. This Josh can be the most special one of all. <laughs> so what's Josh, what's this particular Josh have to say? This Josh writes, hell. Does that say hell? It says hell. It I copied this. I think you meant to say hello. Hell, DiZX crew. <laughs> While on vacation, I was listening to your review of Jump Ultimate Stars and thought it would be a great thing to get for the last little bit of summer before school. So I looked it up on Google and found a cheap price. But now I'm worried if it's a good sign or not. So I was wondering, what are some good places to buy import games? Ah, uh, yeah, something I'm quite familiar with. I actually just answered this question for this specific game over on the forum. Ooh. I checked out a couple sites. For video games, I mean, I hate to plug a specific site because it's like, oh, you're on their payroll. You get money every time you mention them. I don't. I use them. I always get my stuff. I can't complain about them. I get all my video games from PlayAsia. All my import games and DVDs and all that type of stuff. There's uh, also a couple other places. There's Yes Asia. I know a lot of people have used them. There's also NCSX, which uh, is National Console Support Inc. Not quite sure how that acronym works, but I know um, some other people have ordered from them and never had any problems. So the only one I can actually speak for myself is Play Asia. You know, Lixang is gone now as Sony sued him into oblivion. But I'm going to say Play Asia. You'll never have any problems with them. I know Caster has had a bit of a, a run in with these people at conventions. <laughs> and that was a great year. story. <laughs> But uh, I really enjoy the dealer Mad Gear um, at all the conventions we go to. So you have to go to a convention. They have a site, but their site is mostly for um, old, used, rare video games. But when they're at conventions, they do have all the latest stuff. Like all the DS games, all the PSP games, PS2, etc. So if you see them at a convention, you can definitely pick it up from them. I know a lot of our forum members finally picked up Jump Ultimate Stars at Otakon from this particular dealer. That's pretty cool. And you're going to find it for around the same price. It's going to be around 40 bucks everywhere you go. So uh, that's pretty much that. So I'll give you a link over to Play Asia, and I'll recommend them. No problems there. What do you think, Mary? Play Asia? Sure. I don't buy import games. I do all that stuff through you. you know, but you see the packages arrive all the time. Oh, yeah, and there's always coupons. There's like two coupons floating around right that's now. That's how they get me. They send me coupons. Damn you. I'm going to tear them up. No, I think they've already expired. I haven't bought anything in a while. Next thing will be Sparking Meteor, I think. I see a coupon on the floor right behind the oh, computer oh, desk. I gotta get it. I gotta get it. it. If it's behind the computer, it's probably been there for like months. Yeah, I know. So that's the end of the episode. Aww. 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 We'll be back next week. With Julian. The and plan friends. is to have Julian and our buddy Jeff, who worked on the video with us, the Oticon video. Yes. He's like a member of the family, man. Yeah. He's here every month to do the manga review of Awesomeness, where we go through the manga volume by volume, do a little synopsis and all of our opinions on it. We all have different uh, backgrounds. You know, some of us have read it, some have read it in Japanese. Jeff's reading it for the first time. So that's pretty neat. What are we on? Volume 7 this month? That's correct. Sweet. So, uh... We've been doing this for over half a year now. Yeah. Catch up on your manga. It doesn't feel like it. No, it doesn't. Keep chugging along. Read your manga. We'll uh, check out Volume 7 within next week. So I guess that's it. Yep. So that's next week. Come on, hang out over on the forum. We've got an IRC chat. You can send us emails. Mary, if you have emails, where do you send them to? You can send them over to podcast at dizex.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. Yeah, and if you head over to the website, there's a contact us link over on the right and all the info you need is over there. So, uh, big special thanks to everyone who came out to the Otakon panel. Thank you. 
the next place will be is AWA, Anime Weekend Atlanta. That's in September. Yep, end of September. I don't think we're doing any podcast or DBZ stuff there, but... We do have a panel, not DBZ. Right, right, we have a, an AMV panel. I think Jeff's going to be on our panel with us. Yeah! He just kind of floats around. He's a whore. He's a filthy whore! Jeff's a man whore. He'll be with us. And now we're doing Iron Editor this year. Yep. And it may involve something DBZ. I don't know. More info later. So that's going to wrap up oh, the oh, episode. Oh. Mary, you can be found at Temple of Trunks in addition to this podcast, where is Temple yep. O Trunks? Yes, that's www.templeotrunks.com, and I swear I'll put up the rest of the Trunks 2007. Yeah, I'm combining words, and I swear I'll put up the rest of the Trunks 2007 calendar images. I need to scan the rest, and they're so sexy. The 2007-der? Seven-der. Seven-der yeah. calendar der. Gotcha. Der. Julian and I can be found at Dies and Chewy X. That is www.daizex.com. Um, so uh, thank you everyone so for Mary I am Michael Abrie Vegito EX and I knew the silence of the world Daisenchu EXU podcast to konchu mo kite kuresate arigatou gozaimasu jikai mo otanoshimi ni